G'day, I'm Morgan Evans, and welcome to Selkirk On Serve, a pickleball podcast presented by Selkirk Sport. Welcome back, listeners. I have missed you, and so has Tyson. This is, of course, the second installment of a two-part series with Mr. Tyson McGuffin. Now, so you're going to be defending the uh, the national championships at Indian Wells Tennis Garden. It's the host venue for the 2018 national champs, November 3rd to 11th. But do you ever imagine that such an iconic venue would be hosting the uh, the pickleball national champs? Yeah, I mean, what a what a step like in the right direction for the USAPA and you know for all aspects of pickleball. I've only been to Indian Wells Tennis Garden one time. That was my senior year. You know, my graduation present from my from my parents were they got me tickets to Indian Wells. So, you know, I haven't been back since 2008. But I mean, yeah, what a what a cool thing for the sport. I'm sure all the players are super excited. You know, and I think I think the the venue itself is going to kill it. So, there hasn't been any sort of venue like this in the in the history of pickleball with playing tournaments or any of that. So, it's definitely a huge step in the right direction. Hopefully it attracts serious attention for sponsors and things like that. You know, hopefully it could lead into potentially a full-time tour on the professional level. You know, things like that. So, you know, I think it. I think it's great for the sport. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of a void right now um, after the the PPF uh, sort of dissolved. Um, there's there's a market for a well-organized tour, and we're all just kind of trying to figure out who's going to pick up the mantle um, and this is certainly a great step it's going to show the world that uh, this isn't just a backyard circus sport any longer correct yeah it's not your it's not your backyard drinking sport in your eyes for sure <laughs> no no i mean you and i don't drink that's that that would be wrong. no no not at all no no, no not no. at all um all right so you know talking of indian wells we know the the bmp paribas there every year brings the best uh the best tennis players out. Is there someone, you know, if you could pick anyone on the planet that you would want to turn into a pickleball player and, and partner with, um, who would it be? You know what? It would be Guile Monfils. Why? Because I love his attitude on the court. He's, what, six foot four, maybe six six. I mean, he's a big, lanky guy, super athletic, great hands. You know, he's always dancing and having fun on the court. He's a, he's a, true, he's a true showman. So I think I think that'd be a blast to to, to play with him. You know, and hopefully hopefully afterwards he can he can show me a few things and and teach me some some of his dance moves. <laughs> um, okay, so it says here you were supposed to say, uh, "You, Morgan, you're the best partner I've ever had. I only want to play doubles with you." <laughs> um, did you not get that email? You know what? I, I I did not. Okay, so let's um, try that again. Pick a partner, anyone in the history of the world, alive or dead. Who would you like to play with? Uh, I guess I, I guess the Australian. Yes, that's the spirit. Okay, you're getting it now. You're getting it. Good man. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we so should we mention that 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 we're going to conquer the world in 2019 and play uh, play doubles together all year? Yeah, we should probably mention that. Um, you know, and uh-huh. I, I almost feel a little bad now. Now that you've you've had this breakthrough victory with uh, Mr. Goebel, um, you know, I'll be deeply offended if you dump me. But you know, life goes on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think next year we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna, uh, I think we're basically definitely gonna win the U.S. Open, the Nationals, TOC. Um, if you want to stick with Maddie for TOC, I'll, I'll understand. You guys, you guys have had some success. 
No, no, I think, I think, I mean, gosh, we've had started playing together in December. We played the Southern Tropics, you know, Naples tournament, which we took second there. I mean, how many, how many silvers have we, have we got in the last six months? I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm renting a new apartment just to fit the bloody silver medals now. It's, uh, but we're getting closer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's safe to say that we've basically beaten everybody, but, uh, but one doubles team that yeah. is very frustrating to play, but um, but we're you know inching closer. That's right. I think we're 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 getting there on the right track. We just need Ben to really put on that freshman fifteen or a fifty, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll have a good chance. <laughs> exactly. It makes our <laughs> life a little easier. That dang be, it. That would be nice. <laughs> so there's an estimated three million players around the country. Um, pickleball is the, one of the fastest growing sports in the world. What are your thoughts about its continued popularity, and, and do you have an idea? Where do you see the game going from here? I mean, I don't think anybody knows where this game's going to go. I mean, I think we all have an idea that it, it's going to grow and, and it's going to head in the right direction. And, you know, we're, we're obviously seeing so many racket sport players come in, you know, racquetball and tennis, squash, ping pong, um, you know, all, all the above. So, I mean, I think this, I think personally, like, this game is going to take off. Now, where's it going to get on the professional level? Is it, is it going to be on TV? Is there going to be some big name sponsors? Are we going to have prize, you know, prize pools that are over a hundred thousand? I have no idea. I don't think I don't think anybody knows. But um, you know, I think we all have a pretty comfortable feeling that that um, that there's going to be a bright future. That's for sure. You know. Yeah, it is a runaway freight train of success at the moment, and it's it's just great to be on board. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great time to be in the sport, that's for sure. I uh, I can't imagine if I was just starting now and I had to come and uh, play against people such as yourself with no uh, no experience. I think I would probably think there was no chance for me to uh, get past the first round, let alone win something um, with the kind of levels that are coming through now. But mm-hmm. luckily, I started about three or four years ago, so. Got a little at the right time. Yeah, I got one win over Mr. McGuffin. That's uh, it's going to be my claim to fame. And Mr. Johns, <laughs> yes, when he was yeah. like eleven years old. You literally blew me off the court in in Kelowna. I mean, it was let's just say it was flap city on on your end. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think we can agree that was probably you know that was when you jumped the shark, the best you'd ever played, and it just <laughs> blew you off the court. I, I mean, God, it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and flat city meaning you were just painting lines and and blowing me off the court and saying oh, there's nothing I could do. Look, I, I remember the day and I thought this is it. This is when I'm going to hang up the paddle. I think I then lost to Kyle Yates in the final. And uh, but I remember that MacGuffin boy. He's going places. <laughs> all right so you, you've traveled all over the country playing pickleball can you can you share with us a uh, a favorite story that had a, a lasting impression on you so let's go the u.s open um stadium court you know i'm, I'm playing in the finals against singles i have you in my corner music's rocking you know it's that that whole stadium court is I mean it's awesome you know i mean you have seating around you you have box seating you have the VIP area, they're playing music, people are drinking and having fun. I remember I was up, uh, you know, 11-5, I think I was up 6-2 in game two. All of a sudden, my level dropped a little bit, and Kyle ended up winning that second game. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember, you know, sitting, I was sitting in my little, uh, in my little box and, and you were right there and, and I was not going to lie, you know, I had, I, I hadn't lost to Kyle since 2016, since like my first six months in of, of playing. I think yeah. I've, like I've won like the last 15 or 16 battles, something like that. And I remember you telling me that like my average is better than his, you know, and in my mind, I was so pissed off because I'd lost that game. I was worried, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, what in the heck am I going to do? I'm, 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 you know, on his home turf. And, and, you know, I don't know, just that comment of telling me that my average is better than his. I went from tunnel vision to peripheral and, and I was just really able to like grasp the moment. And then I remember, you know, that, that third game I got up four zero, uh, maybe five one. And then, yeah, it just, it gave me like this whole new wave of, of confidence. And, uh, so I think, I think that was huge, you know, just, just that little comment and, being able to win my second major, uh, giving me some more confidence and things like that. But it was funny how just just a, a little comment that that mentioned that you know my average is better than his, you know, because when you're when you're in the moment, you have you have no idea what's going on, you know. And I've said this plenty of times, but you know, being able to have uh, like a fresh set of eyes looking in, and you know, being able to give me some some real stuff like under pressure yeah and you know things like that i mean all oh, it just it makes such a big difference so i think that was that was uh pretty big for me you know being on that stage being in that setting you know being on his home turf and then being able to being able to win that third game and get my second major um so yeah that's a monumental one um i think it is a very tough tournament to win given the, the normal levels of heat and humidity and you're oh, you know totally. playing against a guy who who lives and breathes it. Um, yeah, I'm, I can't imagine how tough it is. Well, I, I could imagine. I, I used to try my luck at the in the singles game, and it it was um, the the thrills of victory versus the agonies of defeat. For me, the equation didn't didn't fill didn't fill me with joy for uh, as long as I would like. I'll give it a go again at some point. But you, no, you're absolutely right. I think when you're out there and you've got some real emotional investment in in the outcome of the game, it's hard to, to really see um, sometimes the, the little things that are going to help you, that are going to find that pathway to victory. Um, so, you know, a fresh set of eyes that has a bit more of a, an objective look of it can can make all the difference. And look, it's true. You're, you're When you play at 80%, sometimes that's your best pickleball. When you when you try and redline, um, which was what was happening quite a lot uh, until we you know we made a few adjustments in your game. Um, yeah, it, it's difficult to to be painting lines. The way I was trying to play singles is not the way I teach to play singles. <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll put it that <laughs> Very way. Very much so. High risk, high reward. Now, Mr. Tyson, there's uh, there's a lot of intermediate and advanced players listening. You you are a uh, I think arguably one of the best coaches out there as well as uh, as well as players what advice can you give them for for rapid improvement on the court intermediate players intermediate and advanced uh, this you know just just assume there is literally millions of people listening yeah yeah i mean i would say you know on on the doubles court you know high percentage pickleball you know high consistency being patient you know picking and choosing picking and choosing the right patterns you know, finding the right patterns to go to if, if if things are working, keep a foot on the gas pedal. I think I think one of the things that the intermediate and you know advanced players are not understanding is that 
if you're gonna if you're gonna lose a match, lose it in a wide variety of ways. I see so many people losing matches the same exact way, not changing mm. patterns, being being very stubborn, being very one dimensional with with their ways and stuff like that. So I think it's that idea of being able to be peripheral and 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 like understand and being able to be be aware and change things if things aren't going your way, you know. And I think I think at the end of the day, you know, dinking, keeping the ball down, playing playing steady, you know, you. you see the teams that are ending up on the podium it's not the teams that are playing flashy it's not the teams that are that are playing cute it's the teams that are that are just playing simple high iq pickleball mm. um i think you know all those aspects definitely play a part yeah those teams are the death of me it's, it's certainly effective they they play high percentage they are you know they they know something that we all deep down know but are often reluctant to uh to exercise in that consistency is king um and half the time, your job out there is not really to win. It's just to help your opponents lose. Um, do you Correct. Have a, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> do you have a, a teaching philosophy? You know, in a few words, is there something that kind of sums up um, your style of teaching? I would say highly technical. You know, and 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 with my with my wrestling background, you know, uh, more so on on like the mental side with. You know, strategy and toughness. You know, and and finding finding ways to like perform better. You know, in those moments where it's six all, seven all, eight all. Um, you know, uh, you know, finding finding those patterns that 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 work later on in the match. Uh, but I mean, I would say, um, you know, in a sense of my 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 teaching philosophy. So yeah, definitely technical and um, you know, strong on the mental side. Um, you know, with mental toughness. And- mm. So, you know, given your success uh, as a player and a coach. Um, most people would agree you've kind of become the, the face of pickleball, like the baby-faced assassin, I like to call you sometimes, behind your back. Um, did you ever expect you'd, you'd reach this kind of level of success and popularity? You know what? When I first jumped into uh, playing, it was at a local YMCA in Yakima. Everybody there was about 85 plus. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I absolutely <laughs> hated the sport right away. I didn't like the name. I, you know, I, I, I was surrounded by a group that was a little bit older, so I, I had no idea young people were even playing. So it's just, it's just so funny how, how things pan out, you know? Um, no, I, I, I didn't think I would ever be on this level, you know? And in all the years that I played tennis, I never had a sponsorship, you know, I never... You know, I, w- I was never really good enough to, you know, get to those medal rounds to win any money or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so I mean, honestly, it's been it's been such a fun journey, and it's you know m- made me humble and it's changed my life, and you know it's been such a blessing for my family, and um, you know, and, and I mean, just just like the amount of people that I've met, you know, the relationships, and and I mean, I think I think the big thing too is like the close family-oriented community that, like, you surround yourself around, um, it, it's just awesome, you know? It, it betters your life, and so happy to be where I'm at now. I'm, I'm so happy to be sponsored by Selkirk Sports. I love, you know, Rob and Mike Barnes and what those guys do at Selkirk and, you know, what, what nice of a family they have and, and, and yeah. you know, everything. We're certainly um, uh, the lucky few. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a dream come true, and like what I said, you know, previously, I just, I just wish my dad was here to kind of witness all this because, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, I, you know, I still wake up and there's, there's no way in heck that like this could be mm-hmm. happening to my life, you know. So, 
it's, it's changed things around. And I mean, and I mean, honestly, it's just, it's made my life so much happier and, and, uh, oh, that's and fantastic. Else, so, so no, it's been, it's been awesome. Wind forward 30, 40 years. And it's another tough question coming. So be ready. How do you want the game to remember you? Yeah. You know, I, um, tough question. I want the game to remember me as, you know, a true pickleball ambassador, who was, who was feisty and tough and, and, you know, had good sportsmanship on the court, you know, somebody who changed the face of the game, you know, with, with, with coaching and with playing. And, and yeah, I guess just, you know, one of the, one of the key players on the, on the pro circuit early on, once pickleball kind of got, kind of got established on the professional level. So. It might be a little early to start thinking uh, hall of fame, but I, I foresee it. <laughs> I can, I can take that. <laughs> well, th- thanks so much, mate. Uh, our guest today has been Tyson McGuffin. He is the, the U.S. Open and national pickleball champion. Uh, Ty, y- you got out of bed relatively early for me, and you shared your insights um, and some insider information. It's been an honor and a privilege, mate, as always. Thank you so much for being on Selkirk On Serve. Hey, thank you. That concludes episode two of the MacGuffin Diaries. Make sure you tune in next time where I'll be discussing with Rob and Mike Barnes, the founders of Selkirk Sport, the past, the present, and the future of Pickleball.